Now, returning to our earlier story, Michael Wood has fallen on his sword, resigning as a minister. After it emerged, he has got more shareholdings he didn't declare and which relate directly to ministerial posts he's held. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins joins us now. Tēnā koe. Tēnā koe, Lisa. This is pretty unbelievable. How did it happen? Uh, look, I, I, Michael hasn't been able to give me a, a, an acceptable explanation for how it's happened, and that's the reason that I've accepted his resignation. Um, he should have been on top of the details of his conflicts of interest. He should have been managing them. That's the expectation of all ministers, um, and it's clear that there are several instances where he hasn't been doing that. So, after the airport shares situation came to light, how many times did you ask him is there anything else I need to know? Uh, I've asked him that specific question uh, from memory at least twice, perhaps three times. Um, but I've asked him a range of other questions as well, including whether there were other shareholdings and so on. Um, the answers that he's given me clearly haven't revealed this information until yesterday. Um, that's really not acceptable. But he's been, you know, the questions from the Cabinet Office are a part of an ongoing process that ministers, that all ministers are used to. Um, so there really isn't, in my view, an excuse for this. And as I've said, that's the reason I've accepted his resignation. I'm, I'm really disappointed because I think he's let him himself and, and, and all of us down because he's actually a very talented and competent minister but managing conflicts of interest isn't optional, it's something that all ministers are expected to do. If he's a talented and competent minister and he can't get it right, how can you trust that your other ministers have got it right in terms of declaring their interests? I've had some very robust conversations with all of them over the last few weeks about um, the need for diligence um, when it comes to managing conflicts of interest. This afternoon I also set out some changes to the way we manage conflicts of interest so that uh, it is more front of mind for ministers. We'll adopt a, a, a practice recommended uh, by the Institute of Directors. Every meeting we'll have a, a conflict of interest section where ministers will be required to declare at the meeting if they have any conflicts there. The Cabinet Office will be reporting to me quarterly rather than yearly on ministers' conflicts of interest um, and more of those conflict of interest interviews will happen with ministers in person rather than uh, through through documentation. Um, I, I do think this is something I take very seriously. I think it's incredibly important for the, for the integrity of the institutions of government um, that this is well managed. In terms of integrity then, what kind of audits are you going to do around the decisions uh, Michael Wood made as a minister, for example, around green list jobs when he held shares in companies that could benef benefit financially from the decisions he made? How are you going to check back on those decisions? Well, I've, I've indicated the one that has been identified today where there, where there could uh, certainly be a conflict of interest, and that was uh, after representations from the telecommunications industry. The Minister of Immigration, Michael, agreed to include telecommunications technicians or broadband technicians uh, onto the green list. Um, the, ultimately, that was a decision that the Cabinet was aware of and agreed with that decision. Um, Michael did not at that point disclose his interest, he should have, and actually should have transferred the responsibility for making that decision to another minister in that context. Um, having said that, having looked again at that decision, I'm comfortable with the decision. Um, but, um, you know, the, the issue here is that there, there was still a conflict and it wasn't managed. So, obviously, you've told your other ministers to clean house. Has anyone come to you and said, whoops, I've made a mistake too? Are you aware of any other issues with any other ministers? 
I think ministers are being very diligent in asking questions at the moment about um, is this a conflict, is this something I need to take additional steps to manage. Um, that's good. I'm, I'm certainly very encouraging of that. That process has not identified anything else um, that hasn't been declared that would uh, that would raise you know red flags. It's inherent in a, in a you know a, a government of a country the size of New Zealand. Um, it's almost impossible for there not to be conflicts. Um, you know we've got family members who work in jobs where it may create a conflict. We've got all sorts you know uh, all sorts of interests. Um, it's important that they are but this properly is basic managed. Staff, so. Prime Minister, and I'm really sorry to inter- interrupt you, but it is basic staff. It is basic rules. It's not tricky. So this is what is this um, defiance or, or you know dumbness? What is it? Oh, look, as I said, I've met with Michael several times over the last few weeks to talk about this, um, and, and he doesn't seem to be able to explain what has happened here. Um, and I don't, I don't regard that as acceptable, and I've made that very clear to him, and that's the reason that I've accepted his resignation. My expectation of all ministers is that they will be on top of their, you know, their, their personal life, their life outside of work, and the interaction between it and work. Why didn't you sack him? Why did you let him resign? Because you didn't let Stuart Nash resign, did you? You said no thanks and you sacked him. Given the repeat offending by this minister, why didn't you sack him? Um, no, no two situations are the same, um, and so I consider each um, each case on its merits, and I, I don't generally draw um, you know comparisons between them. Although I do, um, in making these decisions, the cabinet office keep a catalogue for me of ministers who have resigned under successive governments, resigned or been sacked under successive governments, and of course I do run the ruler over that to make sure that people are being treated equitably, and I'm I'm satisfied that I've been doing that. Appreciate your time this evening, Prime Minister. That is Prime Minister Chris Hipkins there talking about the resignation of former Minister Michael Wood.